And God said, man judges by the outward appearance, and I judge by the heart, and I picked this guy. And Samuel anointed him as king, and that's when his troubles began. I mean, it just unleashed hell on him. First of all was Saul, who was jealous that he was going to be the king after he had forfeited his kingship. And he took it out on David, tried to kill him numerous times. David had the chances to kill him, but wouldn't touch him because he was still God's anointed. And uh, so trouble came, conflict came. And the word trouble in the Hebrew means pressure, tenseness, tension, uh, 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 whatever word you can think of that you experience when you experience trouble, it's all there. And even after Saul died, and then he has his sons, and Absalom now comes against him and tries to overthrow him. And, and so there's always this conflict going on in his life behind the scenes. But David's honest enough to say, here it is. Here's, here's my life. And we find in Psalms 46... Uh, let me just begin in verse 2. He said, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, and though the mountains slip into the sea, into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountain quake at its swelling pride. I think David's using an analogy here. He's just giving an analogy. I don't think he really expected uh, the mountains to slip into the sea or the, the, the mountains to quake with pride. I think he's describing what he's sensing in his life, that, boy, turmoil has just been leashed. Trouble has been in, unleashed on my life. We don't really have a chronology very well of the Psalms, but I, I'm going to presume that this story here, that him talking about this took place a little later in his life. Because what you find in the first part of his life, he would use analogies and he would talk about things, but his answer would be, God bash their teeth in, kill all their kids, wipe out their family, destroy their heritage. It was all focused on God, just correct all this stuff, and it'll take the pressure off of me. Now, inevitably, he would come back around and say, okay, that's not right, I know, but that was immediately his go-to. But you don't find that here. You don't find him taking that outward view. He goes back and he says in verse 1, God is our refuge and strength. God, he starts with that. That's his premise. Yes, the mountains may shake. Yes, the oceans are going to roar. Yes, all that's going to take place. And no amount of me focusing on that, trying to change that, trying to make a difference in that is going to help. Here's the source. God is our refuge. The word refuge is a shelter. It's a covering. And in saying God is my refuge, God is my covering, he's saying nothing gets to me that doesn't come through you first. Saul wasn't an accident. Absalom didn't slip by you. Yes, the mountains are going to rumble, and it's going to be that like everything is crumbling around you, but you are my refuge, and nothing has come to me that didn't have to come through you. 
God is our refuge and strength. You are my power to address this. You are my power to get through this. I don't have to go out here and draw power by manipulating circumstances. I don't have to draw power by attacking those who are attacking me. You are my strength. I go to you to seek strength and to seek refuge. And then he gives this statement, and this is what resonated in my heart this morning. And I think it's the crux of everything he's sensing. You are a very present help in trouble. And there's that word trouble, that word that describes tension, that word that describes pressure. All those things that you and I deal with, all those and most of them are relational. You know, somebody's not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Somebody said something they weren't supposed to say. Somebody accused, most misunderstandings in relationships. And much of our pressure comes from those at some level being out of whack. And he said this statement, you are a very present help in time of trouble. You are present. You are here. You are in me. You are in this situation. You are closer to me than a brother in this situation. My sin has not made you mad and you ran off and left me. My sin did not hurt your feelings. My venting to you about wanting to wipe all these guys out has not offended you. And you said, well, and whenever you get it all worked out, I'll come back. He said, I am a very present help in time of trouble. The focus shifted from what was out here to what was in here. And I'm telling you, there will be no peace out here until there is peace in here. We will not be able to recognize God out here until we recognize God in here. He is present. He is here. He is for me. He is my help in this situation. He didn't stop the mountains from crumbling. He didn't say you're going to take care of that. He didn't say you're going to change their mind. He didn't say you're going to change their heart. My focus has changed to that you are present. And folks, we have this, we still have, we struggle with this, this religious pagan, and that's what it is. It's a pagan mindset that says God is way out there. And we have to perform correctly, by the way, to get God to come down here. He said, I am with you. I am in you. I will never leave you or forsake you. And it starts having this understanding with telling ourselves, God is present. God is present. Now, we would all mentally agree, yeah, God's present. But whenever you understand that God is present, when you are aware that God is present, you do things differently because you're now doing them in his presence. You say things differently because now you are saying things in his presence. 
I mean, think about it. Let's put, we, we always like to put Jesus in the physical. Let's bring him back to the physical. And let's say he's going to walk with us today. Are we going to say about the people he loves, the things we say about them in his presence? Are we going to criticize the people who are struggling and hurting because they're not successful in his presence? Are we going to complain about life when he is the king of kings and lords of lords and has the universe in his control whenever are we going to try to sit him down and counsel him? Now, Jesus, if you would just do this or you would do that, boy, you'd make life much easier for me. It would just be so much better if you would do that. There's that sense of starting by telling ourselves, you are present. You are present. Even if we don't feel it. Listen, God is not present based on our feelings. God is present based on his word. He said, I am present. He said, I am here. And when we begin to see that, our focus shifts away from, boy, I wish Tony would just get it together. He is really irritating me. Just the things he says and the way, and Randy, there's not even a category for Randy. And, and, and I mean, you know, our focus shifts away from what these are doing and they may never change. But now my focus is, He is my very present help in time of tension, in time of pressure, in time of distress, in time of opportunities to fear. Because he said, a very present help in trouble, therefore we will not fear. I don't have to fear because he's present. He's got this. What does it look like? The Lord told me something this week. It just absolutely blew me away. And I said, Lord, what does that look like? You know what he said? Watch and see. Watch and see. Watch and see what it looks like. Probably because if he told me, I wouldn't believe him. Or if he told me, I'd try to go make it happen that he told me. Instead, he just said, watch and see. Well, Lord, are you going to take care of the mountains that are about to crumble? I am present. Watch and see. Are you going to fix this person because they're really a mess? I am present. Watch and see. And what I find is when I become aware of his presence, let the mountain tumble. Let the ocean roar. I am safe. I don't need to fear because he has promised to take care of me and provide for me. I want to say to you this morning, begin, just begin by telling yourself time and time and time again during the day, Lord, you are present. You are present. That's how we change our mind. You are present. You are my shelter. You are my very present help in time of trouble. Make it real to me. I'm going to tell my, we're going to tell ourselves something. 
Why don't we tell ourselves the junk we tell ourselves? Let's tell ourselves the truth. He is present. Okay, let's start. That's a good idea. Let's just say you're present. Lord, thank you that you're present. And ask him to work that in our heart to make that real. 